Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Full Metal Slacket, the official Filmcast Slack Slacket competition podcast. Is, is that correct? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, that Hello, sounds correct. Paola. <laughs> Hello. Nice to be back. How are you today? I am feeling better. We have to apologize to our faithful listeners that we are releasing a day late, but I oh, was no. feeling sick. So <laughs> we had to reschedule. Although I'm 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 better, but you might hear my voice is still a bit like stuffy. So that's why. Yeah. So as you can see, this week's results were especially upsetting and <laughs> we needed an extra take to collect ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we even tried to get a guest to talk about this upsetting um yeah, results. But somehow but... <laughs> with like ten minutes notice, nobody was available to join. <laughs> Hopefully next time. Yes, I, I think we will try to have a guest on next time. Mm -hmm. So for this time, we well we'll have to make do with Benito again. Yeah, he he's here right now, sleeping on his bed. So be prepared <laughs> for some barks. All right. Um, so um, before we get into this round, I think we should, like the last time, talk about listener feedback because I heard we have more iTunes reviews. Last time I only checked the US iTunes page, but in fact, I've been told that there was a Canadian iTunes review and I looked it up and it's true. <laughs> We're going global. <laughs> yes. I Actually, based on this, I looked <laughs> in some other languages as well and I found one more iTunes review that we can get to after this. Mm. It's but weird that they're off, not all in the same place. Yeah, it's true. I guess it's, I don't know, to have people only see reviews in their local language, but between US, yeah. Canada, Great Britain, doesn't make so much sense. <laughs> no German reviews yet. I'm very disappointed in my <laughs> countrymen. <laughs> so so what do their reviews say? Ah, uh, yes. So the Canadian review from somebody called PLBKR, Pulbaker. <laughs> This person says, best Slacket podcast. This is, bar none, the best Slacket-related podcast out there. <laughs> also, the logo rules. <laughs> I'm sure Paul would be is. very happy to hear this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he was very happy. <laughs> <laughs> and our British review comes from BM28. The best movie bracket podcast ever. <laughs> My all-time fave German-Mexican collab. <laughs> We're getting like very specific reviews. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Think of all the other German-Mexican <laughs> collaborations. Uh... They must be very upset right now. <laughs> <laughs> but at least this one is not just for slackets, but all movie brackets. So it's like yeah. So we beat film larger. spotting. Yeah. Film spotting yeah. has our bracket. Yeah. So, so that's good. Or so I've heard. <laughs> I think that's what inspired this one, right? <laughs> I guess, but I've never listened to film spotting. <laughs> They're fun. Who has the time? <laughs> <There's> <laughs> no, with all the podcasts that we have to record and our fame. Exactly. exactly. Thing, we don't have time. And all the rom-coms that we have to view for this podcast. Yeah, I see you've been especially busy <laughs> in the notes. So what have you been watching since last episode? Well, because I was sick, actually watching rom-coms was the perfect thing. So I, I my my plan was to want was to watch Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, and I did not watch that one. 
<laughs> because... Instead, you watched all the others. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly because when you're feeling sick, I feel like you just want to watch things you've already seen. At least I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I started sense. with Hitch, uh, which I nice. hadn't seen in a long time. And Does it hold up? Yeah, I thought it was fun. Good. Yeah, I, I like Will Smith and even that Kevin. Um, <laughs> Jason was with me for like 20 minutes and he left. <laughs> So this might think... be the only good thing that Kevin James has ever been in. I'm not sure. I think so. I don't know what else he's done. Well, yeah, the one with the with the Segway, no? Yeah, but that's not good, is it? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> and then I also watched Palm Springs because I've only seen it the one time when it came out. And I loved it, but I wanted to revisit it. And I loved it again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I love Christine Milioti so much. She's just so cute and nice. Yeah, she's great. Um, she's funny. I I really like this movie. And then for another film club that I have, not this Lackett one, not this Lack one, I watched a movie called Holiday Affair. It's from like 1949 and it has um, Janet Leigh. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Um, <laughs> and I loved it. It's like a holiday rom-com uh i've never heard about it and it was fun it's quirky it has like an adorable little kid and yeah it was great but the highlight i think sorry (laughs) why didn't we have this one in our in contention i think no one has heard about it i guess it's alex's fault yeah it's alex like it's it's his job to know old movies so (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes he said he's gonna watch it um so i recommend it yeah yeah too late but we also had two other movies called Holiday already, so I think that's yeah. like an upper limit. Too confusing. Yeah. Um, but I would say the highlight of my watching was Jerry Maguire. I show me the money. <laughs> Someone was saying that they weren't sure it was a rom com, and I was like, "Of course it's a rom com." And then I started saying why it was a rom com, and then I was like, "I really need to watch it." <laughs> but being sick, I think I'm like very emotional, and I was like sobbing like a crazy person. <laughs> But even in scenes that before I never used to cry, like when Cuba Goodwin Jr. gets like like um, hurt playing football, I was like, oh, that's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like bawling. It was it was great. It's it's so perfect, and you know, it's I'm so sad. It's gone, right? We we talked about how it's gone. Um, yeah. So that's really sad because it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been watching? As yeah. many as me? No. <laughs> so as I said last time, I think last time I said that I hadn't watched Legally Blonde, so that was up for a watch. But then I noticed that I had rated it on Letterboxd, so I guess I must have seen it. I don't recall it all that well. But in any case, I did not watch Legally Blonde, and also <laughs> I did not watch any other movie that is still in the running. I ended up watching Always Be My Maybe, and... <laughs> I think I don't even have a good reason. It was just like out of convenience because I was browsing what was available on Netflix. And yeah. I ended Did up you like it? it? Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> I, don't <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's very good. Yeah, not really. I mean, it had some fun moments, but also like I wasn't super into the relationship between the two leads. And yeah, it felt kind of derivative i don't know yeah i think gems watched it recently too and she she posted a very bad review of it (laughs) 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 yeah yeah i don't know 
I mean, I'm not even surprised because I don't remember anyone really loving it. Although I think somebody put it as their winner of the Slack in the predictions. <laughs> Someone who really likes Keanu Reeves, maybe? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I didn't know that Keanu Reeves was in it, so that was a surprise. I mean, I guess I had heard it, but then I forgot about it again. So when he came up, I was surprised. Yeah. I think that's what I knew about it before watching it, because mm. everyone was talking about his cameo. Or, yeah, it, it know, was, I mean, it was good, but it was also a bit weird, because suddenly, like, for 10 minutes, this rom-com movie was all about Keanu Reeves playing a silly version of himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like Bill Murray and Zombieland. Uh, I don't, wait, have I seen Zombieland? I don't know. Which one is that one? <laughs> There's too uh, many zombie movies. Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson. Oh, yes, yes, I I have seen that one. Yes, and then I they like meet Emma, Emma Stone, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, I saw that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, okay. Nice. Well, you have to. I think if you don't remember Legally Blonde, it it should count as you haven't seen it, and you need to rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I, I keep it better in than mind, always so be my maybe. Like we still have a few rounds to go, and. Um, gonna try to watch more movies from the list so maybe it'll come up yeah um so i think we discussed that maybe something we could talk about this week i don't know if you actually thought about answer to this question actually i did i just didn't put it in our notes nice it's a surprise um but (laughs) was was just afraid to write it down (laughs) you were scared i was gonna judge you in advance now you get to judge me live live But the the topic is who's your rum crum rum <laughs> rum cum crush? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. So that was uh, my suggested topic for this week and yeah, I guess I don't know, should I start? Yeah, now I'm curious. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought about it because I like I don't think I have an answer for like one star who is in several rom coms and but like I have a few options where I have one specific movie in mind. And I guess it's like movies that I watched at an impressionable time. So like like when I was between 16 and 20 or so. So I think my answers are either Julia Stiles from 10 Things I Hate About You. Mm-hmm. And... I wouldn't judge you for that. I like her. <laughs> no, that's that's the, uh, that's the uh, correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> But I also have like um, Kirsten Dunst from Elizabethstown, which I don't think has a very good reputation and also maybe not her character in it. Well, uh, but like, that's different, though, because uh, yeah. I wouldn't judge you for having Kirsten Dunst. But yeah, Elizabeth Town, I don't love the movie, but, mm-hmm. you know, she's Yeah, she's I feel great. like she's like this, uh, there's this archetype, right, of this manic pixie dream girl, which comes up in some movies and i've seen her character in that movie as an example of that and so i don't know maybe it hasn't aged super well but like when i was watching it at that time she i really liked her character i mean i haven't seen it since it came <laughs> out probably but yeah the... for me it's also been a long time but we talked about wimbledon right that you haven't seen it yeah exactly so like when i thought about this question like for the movies that i should watch that shot to the top of the list because I thought I do like Kirsten Dunst yeah she's great in it you should watch Wimbledon and she like you know she looks good in her like tennis outfits <laughs> <laughs> that's good to know <laughs> so well, how about you 
Yeah, for me, there was a clear answer, um, and it's Hugh Grant. Um, I was obsessed with a lot of his movies, uh, particularly Notting Hill, For Weddings and a Funeral, Bridget Jones. And then there's other ones I also like that I didn't watch as much, but still, like two weeks notice, music and lyrics. So it just was an easy, easy answer for me. Yeah, he's the king of rom-coms, I guess. So. Yeah, it is I didn't crazy, make a count, though. actually, but I think he must be the one with the most movies on the list. Probably. We should we should look into that for next episode and see yeah. who, who's the most. But, yeah, I mean, he's... What is crazy, though, is, like, he... Like, I, I started seeing him when I was, like, I don't know, 14 in these movies, and he was already in his 30s or something. I don't know how old he's... <laughs> but now I watch him, and, like, I see him in in Paddington... And I'm like, but he's so old now. Like, <laughs> it's just traumatizing because, like, Impossible. I have that forever image of him looking as he does in Notting Hill, you know? So, right. so I'm like, why, why did you age? No, like, you're <laughs> just, like, always 32 or whatever. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I, that that was easy for me. There was even this guy in college that I had a crush on that I, I think it was because he looked like Hugh Grant a little <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he was great so so that that's an easy one for me <laughs> all right good was that uh covered i guess we should take a look back at the last round of the slacket uh round number three yeah so how, how should we do it because i think right now we've we're getting to a point where we could realistically cover like all matches briefly because I think this round we had 16 matches, so maybe that's still a bit much. But going forward, we probably have some time to talk about every single match of the week. Yeah, I think 16 is a lot, but then probably, yes, pro next, okay, next episode, yeah. Yeah, good. Then let's move to the highlights, at least, of this week. So, like, uh, what were our biggest uh, blowout victories this time? So the first one we have is when Harry met Sally beating my big fat Greek wedding 26 to 4, which yeah. makes sense. I'm I'm <laughs> curious who are those four people. <laughs> True. When Harry <laughs> met Sally continues to dominate really. <laughs> yes, as it should. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes this time, but, but um, I'm moving ahead. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Who, and then the the other one we had, which wasn't as close, but but sorry, as far from close, <laughs> mm -hmm. is the apartment versus Midnight in Paris. The apartment beat Midnight in Paris eighteen to eight. Yeah, that's true. I think there were a few that had a, like similar splits, about eight, nine, or ten votes apart. Yeah. But yeah, so I think. Uh, most of Woody Allen's films are out now, with the exception of Annie Hall, which Annie also Hall. had a pretty good round against Something's Gotta Give. So, yeah. yeah. And then the biggest upset we had uh, Notting Hill beating Clueless 16 to 10. Um, yeah, I mean, that was, I guess that was a pretty top match with Notting Hill, but we had Clueless ranked really high, like in the top five or so. So, yeah, which in retrospect, I feel like because of the question, if is it enough of a rom-com, maybe it shouldn't have been um, mm -hmm. like, re like seated as high. So it's, yeah, I don't think it's necessarily I, an upset. Where I hadn't seen it for uh, too long, so I, I just trusted that it was a rom-com, but actually I wasn't <laughs> sure. But yeah, I think this is going to mess with a lot of predictions when we get to that, because I, I remember seeing Clueless in a lot of people's Final Four. 
Yeah, I don't. I I have no idea what I have. So. Uh, um, then another upset we have this round is that uh, 500 Days of Summer is out. It lost yeah. against the Big Sick. That's to me. I mean, I had a hard time voting in this one because I I really like both movies, but I I do still think 500 Days of Summer like edges it out. I was surprised. I mean, you were or not? I guess because you have your predictions, you have it going all the way to the end. <laughs> yeah, true, but also. I think this was one when I was making the predictions. I really didn't know which way it should go, and uh, yeah, I think I, yeah, I voted for the big sick, but it was also a close one for me. Yeah, I, I'm a bit sad because 500 <laughs> Days is just so original. Yeah, this was a tough matchup for round three. Yeah, and then the next one is bringing a baby versus four weddings and a funeral. Yeah, bring your baby is really continuing to <laughs> make it through. Probably oh. for the last time, but... Uh, Wait, Bringing a Baby made it in that one? Yeah, uh, oh yeah, I, I wrote it down incorrectly, it won. Okay, it won. okay, I can't <laughs> see the challenge in my com work computer yeah. now, so I don't have it open. <laughs> no, I think based on the seeding, we would have expected four weddings and a funeral to win, but Bring Your Baby lives to fight another day. Yeah, it's that, it's that leopard, leopard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, so which ones are like of your favorite movies are out? Yeah, a few this time. So uh, I think last time I made the plea to vote for Easy A and like 10 people did vote for it, but it still wasn't enough to beat You've Got Mail, with, which mm. had 19 votes. So bye bye, Emma Stone. <laughs> but I'm I'm happy it made it to this round at least. And yeah, I think You've Got Mail is like one of the favorites. So mm -hmm. I was expecting this. Then also out this round is Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which had a tough opponent in Groundhog Day. So again, yeah. not really surprised, but still sad to see it go. And then one movie which you had just watched, which is Hitch, which, yeah, lost against It Happened One Night. So I'm not yeah. mad about it because I like that movie. But also Hitch, I think, is a good movie. Yeah. How about you? I I think forgetting Sarah Marshall, like if it had been against a lot of other movies, it would have gone through because it's, I feel like it's very well liked, but yeah, Groundhog Day is, yeah. Yeah, it's true. There are other matches that could have, where it would have won, I think. Um, for me, like I said, 500 Days of Summer, um, sad about it. I also mentioned being sad about Clueless, although I'm not sad because I love Notting Hill. So it makes sense. I'm just sad to see it go. And then the last one is 13 going on 30, um, which I get. And I'm not sad because all of these movies lost to movies <laughs> I like. I'm at that point where I like all of them. But That's good. Like with uh, some slackets, I never get to that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But, but yeah, 13 going on 30, I, I really, really like. This has actually made me rethink because I have a letterbox list with like my favorite rom-coms and... This whole process has made me rethink of the order of some things. Because, uh, for instance, I have 13 going on 30 on the holiday, both like in the 40s. And I'm like, they should be higher based on how much I'm wanting them to go forward in this Slack it. So I'm going to revisit that list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's one match that we haven't talked about yet, which was the most, uh, which is probably the most explosive result because it came down to a tiebreaker. <laughs> and that is the match 
Some like it hot versus Slack favorite about time. Slack <laughs> Can you favorite... break it down for us? What happened in the ECE tiebreaker decision? <laughs> so, so, so yeah, this came to a tie. So it came to an easy uh, tiebreak. And as always, Alex uh, tags everyone for everyone to vote. And I had voted in the in the actual round for some like it hot. But for some reason, when it came down to voting in the easy tiebreak, I just felt like I, I needed the chaos. And I wanted... <laughs> some people just like to see the world burn. <laughs> I wanted people to lose it. <laughs> this movie, About Time, is, yeah, it's a Slack favorite, but also a Slack most hated movie for some people. Definitely. <laughs> I just really needed to see like Paul being very angry, Jason being very angry. I don't know who, who else is in the against about time. Heather. I know, yeah, I know Brian and Jens are four, but yeah. So I, I just I wanted I wanted the chaos. So <laughs> so I voted for about time, and then we were waiting on Recon Paul to vote. We we knew Paul which way he was going to vote, but we did not wait for. We did not know about Rico. So we were basically just waiting for him to vote. And then Alex said, if Rico votes the way he voted, it would be a tie. And then we would not know what to do again. <laughs> Another easy tie. But then also Rico also changed his vote. <laughs> so, yeah. so it was amazing. And then about time, move forward. And it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm sure this will not be controversial at all. <laughs> Everybody will be happy with this decision. Yeah. The classic comment of like, he was like using his time powers to sleep with her many times. <laughs> <laughs> will come up. <laughs> so I can't wait. It's going to be very exciting. I should I should watch that again. I, I've only seen it the one time, but I really liked it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I am four about time, so <laughs> exciting. Great. So with all of that out of the way, Let's look at the predictions. I think there has been some movement in the top rankings, especially now with some favorites going out and uh, yeah, some unexpected wins. Mm. We so, now have a tie in the first spot, I see here. Yeah, but we still don't know. And if we do know, I forget, we apologize. But we, we think we don't know who Crazy Stupid Bracket is. Maybe someone That's told true. us and we forget. Uh, but that one is tied in first with, with Jenny, with her yeah. bracket, ugh, men. Great name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those have both 140 points. But interestingly, they have like different winners picked. So crazy, stupid record prediction is like the only one who has uh, Sleepless in Seattle winning. Whereas mm. uh, almost everyone else in the top 10 has When Harry Met Sally winning. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, I think. I mean, maybe maybe crazy stupid brackets is correct, but uh, I don't see sleep. I don't see so. winning. The way the votes have been going when Harry met Sally is a favorite. But anyway, yeah. we haven't talked about the most important thing, <laughs> and that is that I am in third place, <laughs> <laughs> moving up in the world. And but you also have Clueless in the top four, yes. so you're one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I trusted in our seating, and I was wrong to do so. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I have Clueless uh, and the Big Sick in uh, my top four, and hmm. yeah, I, I, I 
still don't really think that it will make it, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the top eight right now, and I don't know if anyone's going to get a perfect four, top four, because a lot of people already have things that have lost. Uh, that's odd. Yeah, but uh, I think the other most important thing to talk about is that I'm in fifth place, but also... <laughs> I am only five points away from first place. That's so true. It's, it's still really anyone's close. game. Yeah. yeah, like eighth place is nine points away from first place. And we know how this bracket works. <laughs> that sometimes <laughs> it's not great. That I mean, yeah, like is, the eighth place has actually a really good shot because yeah. they don't have Clueless in their top four. Yes, although they have 10 things I hate about you winning. So, well, who knows? It could be. But <laughs> I would uh, vote for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you would. Is that another bracket you did? <laughs> <laughs> Not that I remember. <laughs> yeah, but with how this it's bracket not... works, that like at the end, it's just like it's so many points just to choosing one right. You know that whole thing we talked about if it should be like overall picks or just score or what? Like yeah, the last I, I think round, there's yeah. no perfect system. No, I used to be like, yeah, just the last rounds should be the ones that matter the most. And then I won by overall picks. And I was like, the <laughs> overall picks should be the one. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so it, it's anyone's game. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm looking. Pierre is also there in fourth. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know who the other people are. Yeah, Pierre is actually, he's got a good top four. When Harry met Sally, The Apartment, 10 Things, and Groundhog Day, they've all been pretty strong so far. Yeah. The Apartment seems to be a bit more drama also. It's yeah. comedy, but it's also drama, so I don't know. But yeah, yeah. But still, it has been winning like all matches and not too close, so mm. might pull through. We'll see. Yeah. So the next matches in the next round, what are the ones that you're looking forward to? Yeah, so I think we have like uh, one really high profile match coming up, which is when Harry met Sally going up against Sleepless in Seattle. So this will make it or break it for our current number one prediction. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'll be interesting. And yeah. then there is also like thematically a fun match, which is uh, about time going up against Palm Springs. So we have a time travel showdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And one match which will be interesting for my predictions, but also interesting for me because I love both of these films, which is 10 Things I Hate About You versus The Big Sick. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think I vote 10 Things in that one. I'm sorry. I will probably also vote 10 <laughs> Things because I love it, but it, it yeah. will make me sad because I will do my own predictions. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Palm how Springs, about you? Palm Springs, I think I, I would vote for that one over the time although i can't wait for the conversation about all the ways in which both movie breaks the, the time travel <laughs> logics and laws so i can't wait for that uh, but for the next ones i think i have a clear favorite in all the matchups which is the first time that's happened since this whole thing started mm -hmm. uh but the closest one i think is annie hall versus the holiday um i feel like before this lacket begin began, I would have voted for Annie Hall, but I rewatched the holiday recently and I realized I've been like really rooting for it. So I don't know. Maybe now I feel like I would vote for the holiday. I don't know. Yeah. What about what, which one would you vote for that one? Uh, probably Annie Hall, but only I don't know. This is a tough one. I like both movies a lot, and 
but the holiday has been longer that I haven't seen it. Yeah, I think it's interesting because I, I love Annie Hall. I think it's amazing. But when it comes to like which movie I'm, um, I prefer to rewatch, it's the holiday. Like I've rewatched mm. the holiday many, many, many times. So <laughs> I think that's why I think I'm voting yeah. for it. I, I will still have to think about it. Yeah. So is there anything that you want to catch up like in terms of movies you haven't seen for the next round? Yeah, so either, I guess, as we mentioned, Wimbledon, because I'm thinking, uh, maybe Kristen Dunst. But like the more pressing one to catch up on, I guess, would be Sleepless in Seattle, <laughs> so that I could make an informed decision about whether <laughs> I should vote for When Harry Met Sally or not. Yeah, you should you should watch it. I mean, yeah. you should also watch Wimbledon. But yes. I think for, for time pressure reasons, maybe <laughs> you should focus on Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. Um. How about you? Will well, you make it this time to watch Gentlemen Prefer Blondes? <laughs> That's my plan. <laughs> I think I still want to watch that one. Unless Although, you get sick again and watch 20 other movies. Yeah, or some like uh, Christmas movies get in the way. Because I didn't even mention that I've seen A Christmas Castle and The Princess Switch romancing <laughs> the star. <laughs> I watch those. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll just watch another one of those. <laughs> <laughs> How many Princess Switch movies are there now? I don't know. But at least in this one, they didn't bring another Princess or another person, another Vanessa Hudgens. It's just the same ones as last time. <laughs> would have been too many <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens. Is that an orphan black situation? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's starting to be like, like, I feel like we should, by the fourth one, they should start being like, this is not normal and then it should turn sci-fi and instead of like christmas theme it should be like a sci-fi thing and then they're all clones and they start investigating or something because that's this i don't know why they think it's okay that they all look alike um so what is your last voting recommendation for yeah, people I think after this round there can be only one true recommendation and that is of course that people should vote for about time once again <laughs> about time all the way <laughs> wait wait what is it going against i forget did we just talk about it uh, oh yeah palm springs palm springs yes um <laughs> <laughs> i mean i wouldn't mind if it goes through <laughs> <laughs> see it's great <laughs> Rachel McAdams. Um, I think I'm going to ask people to vote for Notting Hill. Although, as I said, I can't open challenge, so I don't remember what is going up against. The apartment. Oh yes, I think I had it on parentheses, <laughs> and I deleted it. Um, yes, I I I love the apartment, but as I mentioned, I think it's a little bit. It has, even though it's like comedy, it also has this very dramatic part. You know, it's like yeah, it's true. So I think it, it, at this point, I don't think it should be in like the top rom-com conversation and Notting Hill is like a classic. So that's yeah. what I'm going to ask people to vote for. I guess you have my vote. <laughs> <laughs> I should be a politician. But will that be enough? We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We can talk well about some people in this lack and bribe them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So until next time, I guess. Yeah. As always, thanks for well, joining me. On the actual day on Tuesday, next time. <laughs> Don't make promises we cannot yeah, keep. True. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, actually, next Tuesday is my birthday. <laughs> 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 so, 
I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'll be in the mood to podcast in my birthday. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Otherwise, at some unspecified time in the future, possibly <laughs> with a guest, possibly yeah. with Benito, who snubbed us this time. Yeah, he didn't embark. <laughs> I, he's not even here anymore. I didn't even realize when he left. <laughs> Damn, Benito. <laughs> I'm grateful. <laughs> Perfect. Well, see you next week. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye.